Today in the podcast, I have a lovely gentleman from Los Angeles and his name is Eric Steinberg and he comes from, or represents, I should say, a charity called sweetrelief.org. You can find the website over at sweetrelief.org. And he is the executive vice president of development and artistic relations. <laughs> Mouthful. Now, yeah. before we get into this discussion, Eric, I'd like to just reference a couple of things on your website and it relates to a couple of statistics which relate to musicians that either are elderly or you know may have difficulties as they go through their artistic journey mainly we look at people who are doing performance related activities and it says here you say on your website that the average income across the various employment options while accounting for the part-time nature of most opportunities is less than twenty-five thousand annually and over 65% of professional musicians do not have health insurance. And this leads into your charity that ye support people who have those unfortunate difficulties regarding health-related medical expenses and so forth. So welcome to the podcast and um, tell us more about Sweet Relief. Yes, thank you, Sylvia. Pleasure to be here and thank you for asking me. My pleasure. So, yeah, those statistics speak to the reality of the situation that um, the artists are a vulnerable community in this business and they can get by for uh, many, many, many years grinding it out from club to club and paycheck to paycheck and be left with health problems and financial difficulties uh, later in life or even early in life. Um, and not have the resources to to meet the need. And that is what happened to our founder, Victoria Williams, in the early 90s when she was out on tour with Neil Young. And she began having symptoms of what turned out to be MS and found herself very quickly overwhelmed by medical bills. Now, she had some pretty well-known friends, and they came together to create a benefit album for her called Sweet Relief which featured some incredible artists, uh, Pearl Jam and Soul Asylum and Lucinda Williams and, and Lou Reed. And it was a really uh, well-received uh, album and sold very well and, and brought in enough money to cover Victoria's medical bills and then some. And so she took the remainder and set it aside and created Sweet Relief Musicians Fund, which became a charity in 1993. And with the, the primary mission is to help musicians who find themselves in that same situation, overwhelmed by medical bills and unable to meet them. And they can apply for assistance. And, you know, it's been going strong uh, pretty much ever since. And we've expanded it slightly to include not just only uh, musicians, but anyone in the music industry who finds mm -hmm. themselves in such straits and uh, in need of financial assistance. So, And this is mainly focused for American and Canadian artists. That's where you're, it is your mainly American. Is. Yeah. Yes, we, we have helped international um, artists in the past, but we're mainly focused in the U.S. Okay, okay. And just give it a, an insight into the music industry. Now, we're after a tough period. I mean, everybody knows that COVID has created such a terrible time for artists. And what are you seeing now through your charity in terms of artists getting back out there, trying to recover and trying to survive? And then you have the addition of this COVID complication. So how is that all happening now by what you're seeing? Well, I, you know, we're seeing pretty much the same as everybody else. There's a, a mad rush to get back on the road, as you see from all these tour announcements. Uh, and a lot of it is making up for lost time. You know, the bills have piled up and 
some were more fortunate than others and they didn't lose their homes and they didn't, you know, but, but we've seen a lot of that and we've seen a lot of the applications are still rolling in for assistance. The, the amount of debt uh, that was incurred during that time is astronomical and there's a lot of digging out to do. So, so people really want to get back out and they have been, and, you know, we've seen some setbacks we've seen in the rush to get out that uh, tours are, are being canceled every I talk to a lot of artist managers uh, throughout the day, every day, and you know, at least one or two are saying, "Oh, just heard back from somebody's not feeling well," and you know, that's it. They're yeah. sidelined for uh, who knows long, how long. And I'd imagine as well that a lot of these artists are just, as you mentioned earlier, going from paycheck to paycheck because I think people don't realize that these events are so important to, for artists to actually stay liquid and to stay financially liquid and keep going. Oh, absolutely. Live is now the, once again, it's kind of come full circle, the main way for an artist to uh, earn a living these days. Yeah. Um, if you look at the pie chart of artist income, playing live would be by far the biggest wedge. Mm, yeah. And I mean, how did people keep going during COVID? Because they didn't have events. And I know a number of them were trying to use live streaming methods. And of course, technology has its limits. So like, how did people survive for such a long period of being not able to get out on the road? Well, from what I've noticed, many blew through their savings and some rather quickly, uh, maxed out every credit card. The artists, the performers did have live streaming uh, and there was a burgeoning scene there with uh, a lot of new websites crap, uh, cropping up and you know the social media sites accommodating <laughs> the, the demand. Um, and I, I really, my heart goes out to, and, and really went out to, well, the artists, of course, but also the crew who they're not live streaming and they're not earning a cent. And this is a really talented group of folks, uh, all the back of house people, like all the lighting people and stage people. It was so just gone. Yes. Yeah. Just gone. There's no merch sales for them. There's no ancillary income at all. And, yeah. uh, just got nothing, their entire yeah. career wiped out uh, for two years. And that was really, really difficult. And we felt a lot. And I mean, folks. I wonder the next question yeah, I have to ask is how did they survive? Because there you have the artist doing his live stream, but how did these other guys survive? Yeah, well, I mean, they, are they still, are they, did a lot of them lose their homes, for example? So many really? incredibly tragic stories. And, you know, they got, they got gig jobs. I heard a lot of, uh, you know, I'm working DoorDash and I'm, uh, that's a food delivery company here in the United States and, um, you know, driving Uber and doing everything I can to make ends meet. And these were folks who make a quite comfortable living. Yeah. Um, and as we saw, Sylvia, the, one of the interesting things was we saw sort of higher earners apply for assistance from us later in the cycle because they had something to fall back on, yes, right? Yeah, they think, yeah. oh, I've got six months, I've got a year where I, 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 I'm safe. Yeah. Everyone, you know, that, that's a quite a bit of money saved up. Yeah, yeah. Gone. And just then gone. they're uh, just gone. And yeah. so many applications starting off with this, like a sentence like this, <laughs> I never thought I would need to ask for help, but here I am. That must be so difficult really for those sad. people because, you know, they're, they're hardworking people that have highly skilled and they've put their whole life into such things. I mean, it's the same in any other profession, but I mean, particularly we're looking at musicians and I mean, they're learning their craft in whatever way from youth. And it's a build up of skill over years and years and years of just utter dedication. And it's heart wrenching, really. 
Um, when you look at the whole process now of artists returning out on the road, what advice would you give to them now? You see it now from the very raw point of view of the tough situations that happens behind the scenes. You're listening to the stories every day. So I'm just wondering, like, if you were talking to an artist, what would you advise them? What would you tell them? Boy, I, you know, I, I think just do take whatever measures you can to keep yourself safe. Um, yeah, but like I'm know. thinking, I'm thinking more from a business point of view in terms of, we'll say, mm. financial planning. Um, you know, mm. putting money away, um, having yeah. maybe a better structure. You know, in terms of how they manage their their lives. Now, I know that's easier said than done because the margins can be like that narrow. But how would you advise somebody? Well, I know that there are resources out there for artists to to better manage their finances. That's not exactly. Um, our lane so i i i don't feel quite qualified and, and yeah. maybe it should be sylvia now that you bring it up we probably should have more resources on our site mm -hmm. uh for for this purpose our whole reason for existence is to help this community yeah. and that would be a, a probably a, a key way that we could improve uh mm -hmm. at sweet relief we're a grant making organization and we provide emergency financial assistance when it's needed um, yeah. but this is the type of assistance that that we could be a little bit better at providing um, yeah but I'm, I, I'm yes, just I, I think i'm just noticing finances is good advice for this community and any and any community. well any community agreed any community and i mean when you look at things like health insurance and i mean i've i've been you know observing you know those elderly artists which you also mentioned on your site that mm -hmm. reach tough times as well that is there a way that these artists can financially plan better perhaps for their elderly years is that as that time comes in because i've seen interviews on mainstream media where you see discussions of you know older musicians discussing about their current status now and you know it's it's not as glossy as it seems or it's not as glitzy as it seems you know you think you've got this big name and you think they're well sorted out but behind the scenes actually no so i'm just wondering like are there ways that elderly or younger artists middle-aged artists can plan for those elderly years um, in terms well, it of begs that. the question about uh, a much larger question yeah. uh, about the nature of economics in our society here in the United yeah. States and healthcare mm. and, and a lot of other, you know, aspects, yeah. seemingly unfair practices, uh, especially when it comes to wage discrimination and and, and even uh, mm. and, and female musicians making less than male musicians and yeah. what is a fair wage for a musician and and what is their trade worth and how do you measure the value. You know, why does some make more than I? And, you know, not everybody gets to be a professional musician. No. Which is the, uh, the sad truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe you need to have a backup plan and uh, develop some other skills along the way, which yeah. is very difficult to try to yeah. convince an artist to do that. Yeah. Um, especially it's a whole when, skill set to itself. It's, it's a big, oh, you know, absolutely. it's, it's to try like to, you, you need a team of this. people. Mm -hmm. yeah. You need a team yeah, of so. people really around you to get all that stuff done um how where does your funding come from like you it seems well, like we, you're dealing with a lot of artists now i mean if you're looking at numbers of what you're dealing with i mean how what kind of numbers are we looking at currently well in most years our the majority of our funding would come from the music community so that's okay. the mostly my, what i do is strategize with the uh, more successful artists to turn their time into funds for the um, those in need yeah. so um that's that would be a big percentage in 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 most years. In in more recent COVID years, 
we've uh, received more grants than usual from you know private foundations that have seen the need in this community and seen the suffering and understood that wow these these artists must really uh, be struggling since there is no live music and so uh, it shifted a little bit but now it's coming back to our typical uh, breakdown which is the music community the general public which has you know many folks see us as a niche charity and many folks see us as the vital resource uh, that we are and um, those people support us financially and um so you know that's, uh, that's and pretty much when you when you look at the whole discussion of arts you know in society do you think that we'll say the government should have more s structures put in place to protect that whole industry considering that it's undergoing stress at the minute Yes, of course I do. Uh, I, I, of course, I would like more and more, more. You know, we, we don't treat our artists very well in this country. I can only speak to to what I know uh, here yeah. in the United States. Mm. Um, there were some sizable grants that that went out to uh, help, you know, venues, which are, is also a very tragic situation. Um, and I understand that's been a bit bungled as far as getting the, the money into the hands of the of the venues mm. who need it most. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think we have it quite right here in the States. Um, how do we take care of our artists and how do we nurture um, the arts community? Well, I think, you know, it's a simple thing. In my own country here of Ireland, during the pandemic, things just shut down. And you could see the mental health of the population with the artistic shutdown going down because nobody had these outlets to go out to, to just let off steam, have fun for an evening, you know, do all that. And, you know, it's really brought home to a lot of people the value of the arts and how valuable they are in society. And that's the reason why I asked that question is just to see, you know, what kind of supports are there and what can be done in your opinion to kind of improve and protect the arts in a sense to make sure that they remain strong and you, those stresses can be relieved because there are so many valuable musicians out there that have a following and they have great impact on people's lives in a positive way. If you lose those people out of society, well, then you have a big hole in society and you've, you have a terrible ripple effect happening. So um, the arts, you know, they're vital. They're a vital part of, of society and everything to go with it. Now, how can people help in terms of, I see there's options for volunteering on your site and you also have a newsletter. I love the name of it, the Band-Aid, great name. Mm. So um, how can people help you apart from funding? You know, if they volunteer, what kind of tasks, for example, would they be volunteering for? Uh, so, so tasks, we have a wonderful staff here and um, there's a person named Tatiana over here who coordinates all of our volunteer activities. And so what she does in our biweekly staff meeting is she'll query each member and say, what needs do you have in front of you? Oftentimes it's, Oh, I really need someone to help me with this uh, Salesforce project, or, you know, we've got an event coming up and uh, we could use some hands there. And so there it's constantly shifting. And I, I encourage anyone to reach out to us. if They want to volunteer in some capacity at info at sweetrelief.org. Okay. Um, you know, the other simple way you can help from home is to interact with us on social media, um, you know, like our posts, share things that we share. If you're interested in what we do, um, you know, kind of skew the algorithms in our favor a little bit and uh, help get the word out too, so that those who need help know that we're here and also those who want to help um, can do so. Uh, of course, we're always 
grateful for any financial donations that can be made. Those, you know, that's what we do is uh, we give funds out and um, we've got to keep them coming in. Uh, yeah. We've got a, a pretty robust um, merch store. Uh, Caitlin over here does a great job keeping it stocked with fresh designs. And um, I think there's some really cool stuff on there. And all of that goes uh, right into the kitty to help others. So that's those great. are some of the ways people can help. Yeah, that's great. And just to repeat the newsletter, then you call it the Band-Aid Report. Just get the title of it correct. So what can people expect when they sign up for that newsletter? So you'll be kept abreast of all the things that Sweet Relief is up to and uh, new ways that maybe we're helping new fund announcements. Most recently, we've kind of reannounced our mental health fund. So we really want to let people know that if they need therapy and can't afford it, we're going to pay for some therapy for you. Um, that's for music industry folks, of course. Uh, yeah. When I say yeah. people, that's who I mean. And yeah. uh, all the other kind of things that we're up to, specials, yeah. sales, partnerships, um, oh, and then some and events, of course, yeah, I presume. Yeah. Caitlin includes some interesting uh, music industry tidbits in there, too. So uh, get some cool it's news. pretty broad. Yeah, pretty broad. It is. Right. So um, in terms of events, um, I would hasten to add that buying tickets for events are an important way to support artists going forward. It's critical, actually, that people support these events that are coming out the road again. Um, so um, thank you very much for coming on. It's it's a tough story to hear because, you know, the arts has such kind of a lovely touch to it in the sense of we all have a great time and we enjoy the events and we think it's the sweetness of life. But behind the scenes, a lot go on. A lot goes on. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, well said. So uh, just your website again is sweetrelief.org and I'll put all the details there in the show notes, whether it is YouTube or audio and people can click through on that and follow you on social media and so on. So thank you Sounds very much good. for coming on. Thanks for having me. Pleasure.